So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's Perak Tess, Pasuk Yudbeis, learning tonight should be a schos ilinish ma'aser v'chil mechol ben Asher and Yecheskel Shrag ben Avram Yehuda, as well as a schos for Fushlema from Aish ben Miriam. So we learned previously that David approaches Tziva, the Eved Kanani, who is managing the estate of Shaul, to find out if there were any living descendants of Yehuda's son. And Tziva tells him about Mephibosheth, who was a cripple who had survived. And so David seeks out Mephibosheth, has him brought before him, and tells him that he's going to do chesed with him by giving him the estate of Shaul, and also that Mephibosheth is going to be a daily resident at David's table. He's going to eat his meals at David's table. And then David commands Siva to go home and manage the estate on behalf of Mephibosheth. So Pasuk Yedbe is Mephibosheth's being cut. Mephibosheth had a young son, Ishmael Micha, his name was Micha. All of Siva's household uh, lived at Mephibosheth, became servants of Mephibosheth. So Siva, we learned, had a large family. He had 15 sons and 20 Avadim. And now all of those were pressed into service on behalf of Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth lived in Yerushalayim. He always ate at the king's table. And he was a cripple in both of his legs. So the Mabam explains that the Pasuk here is telling us why did Mephibosheth live in Yerushalayim? Because since he had to eat at the king's table every day, and it would be impossible for him to travel from it, from his home city to the palace, as well as even to live outside Yerushalayim would have been hard for him because he was crippled. And so therefore, he lived in Yerushalayim in order to be close enough to be able to travel to the palace back and forth each day. So since Mephibosheth was away in Yerushalayim, Tziva and his children and his servants, who were the property of Mephibosheth, were now serving Mephibosheth's son, Micha. Now, Micha, the Kliyaka says, had Micha been older, he himself would have taken over supervising the slaves, but he was still a child, and so therefore, technically, Mephibosheth was the one who not only owned the slaves, but also was responsible for making sure they stayed in line, for disciplining them, and making sure they showed up for work each day. But since Mephibosheth was away, someone else would have had to have been um, hired or would have been pressed into service to oversee Siva and the other slaves in order to make sure that they took care of the estate on behalf of Mephibosheth. The Malbim also adds that the Pasuk is telling us, by telling us about the fact that, Mich, that, that Mephibosheth had a young son, that he didn't have a large family, and his only child, in fact, was a young son, Micha. So why would he have needed so many Avodim, 15 children of Tziva, plus 20 slaves? So the Malbim explains that there was still the need to run the household. It was a very large household in the sense that just like a palace has many visitors and it's a large property and it needs a lot of staff in order to keep, maintain it and um, attend to all of the visitors. So similarly, Mephibosheth's house also, he was well known and people visited him and so therefore just like in the palace there were a lot of staff that had to maintain it, so too Mephibosheth's estate had a lot of visitors and needed a lot of staff to maintain it. Kliyakar adds that the Pasuk says that he was a Pisach in, in both of his legs, but nevertheless, So one shot is that the, that the Pasuk's explaining why he lived in Yerushalayim, because since he ate at the king's table and he was a cripple, he had to live nearby. But the Kliyakar says differently. The Kliyakar says that the Pasuk is telling you that he ate at the king's table despite the fact that he was a Pisach Shtelech. What does that mean? That normally people who ate at the king's table were very nice-looking, very honorable people, uh, people who... Um, people aspired and looked up to, and not someone with a mum who would uh, potentially detract, or people would look down on, or people would stare at. And normally someone like that, someone like Mephibosheth, would not be seated at a king's table, but nevertheless, David seated him at the king's table, because David made a neder 
that he would, first of all, he made a bris with his father, and second of all, he made a nether to him that he would always, always eat at his table. So therefore, despite the fact that he was a Balmum, David had him seated at his table and kept his promise. The Sefer Reish's Chachma in the Shar Kedusha brings down our Pasuk as a remez to, uh, to something. So he says, it says in our Pasuk, that Ki which literally is referring to David's table, but the Reish Chachma says that the Melech here could also be referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Pasuk is saying, that he always ate at HaKadosh Baruch Hu's table, meaning that he always kept in mind of that even when he was eating, he kept in mind that he was sitting in front of the king, and someone who eats in front of Hashem should prevent himself from going overboard, from eating too much, from overindulging in things. Right, to be Makaim the Pasuk, Kedoshim Tiyu, right? That Kadish Ansmachabamutullah, that a person should have even eating, in, should do everything in moderation, even things that are permitted to him. And so, um, so and, and certainly eating at a table is a time when people can overindulge, and therefore it's a time to keep in mind that Kial Shulchan Amalach Tamaruaychal, Mephibashus, always when he ate, he kept in mind that he was seated in front of a Kadosh Baruch Hu, and so therefore to keep in moderation, to be Makaim Kedoshim Tiyu.